Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right. Dr. Roto, get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Dr. Roto, how was your weekend? Uh, it was a rough weekend. The the weather brutally oh, hot, dude. And I, I played softball yesterday for three games. It was just you wanted it to end. It was brutal, and especially when you're playing the outfield. And our pitcher was on vacation, and the pitcher we had, you know, did the best he could, but walked a lot of guys. Oh man, it was brutal, man. Really, Are you bad. high high arc or modified? High arc. Okay, so you're just waiting for that sucker to go over the plate. Yeah, man, it was bad, bro. Like, I definitely had some type of heat exhaustion because I was messed up the rest of the day. Yeah. Dude, you got to be careful with that. I told you I bought one of those towels that you just dip in water and all of a sudden, like, it gets immediately cold. Yeah. That was, that was a big savings because down here, it's always hot. You know that. Like, you, you start doing any sport, like, after 1030, you take your life in your hands down here. Yeah, it was just, it was so, so humid. I mean, I think it was like 110 degrees yesterday with humidity. Oh, wow. Did your team win? No, we won game one, lost games two and three. Oh. The other team was a, a lot of young guys in the mid-20s were a lot older. Well, yeah. It's, but I, I don't think age really has anything to do with it I think in the it's heat, that hot. I think in the heat it does. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I felt that way. That actually, last week I was doing something. I was like, I, I, I had to get, I had to sit in the air conditioning. Remember I told you when I played tennis last week, yeah. I had to sit in the air conditioning, drank two things of Gatorade, and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I don't want to. I didn't want to get, get behind my car, dude. Yeah, I think a lot of people felt that way this weekend here in the area that they just didn't want to go anywhere or go in a pool. Yeah, well, that's why. Like, see, the thing is, up north they don't have a lot of pools, but uh, it's hard to find one when you need one. You live near a place with a pool? Uh, my condo has a pool actually it's funny because i have not gone in the pool since i lived here this weekend was the first time i did really look yeah. at ronas getting out the bathing suit this was it a speedo ronas yeah of course gotta, <laughs> you know <laughs> gotta show everybody in the building uh, yeah so in case you know some ladies like hmm where does that guy live again yeah 14e <laughs> so tell me was, was the pool cool or was it like yeah no it was it was nice i just I don't know. It's just, you know, usually in the summer, it's, you're so busy with uh, fantasy football and the prep and everything. It's like you just don't have time for the pool. Like today, I would like to go in, but it's about to rain. So, yeah. you know, I thought maybe after the show, but uh, it doesn't look like it. So Swimming's good exercise, though, dude. It uses every muscle in your body. You know that, right? Yeah. So uh, probably, probably later in the week. It looks like it's going to rain today and tomorrow. And then, uh, you know, later in the week, you know, after I guess go for a walk, go for a dip in the pool. That, you know, that's, that's what happens to us in Florida, right? When it's like, it's a beautiful day, beautiful. I'm going to go swimming later. And then just about as we're going to go, you hear the thunder in the background. You're like, really? Yeah, man. You know? uh, I was just going to go. But you need it, though, man, because it just gets so hot. You're like, all right, we need the rain to cool it off. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, well I'm sorry you guys lost in the, uh, 
in the, in the softball there, dude. Yeah, in the quarterfinals. So, um, you know, the problem is, is that, you know, in summer people go on vacation. So we were missing like three guys. So that's uh, what happens, unfortunately. When is the next season? They do a fall season, but I can't play because of, uh, you know, fantasy football. They play, I don't well, know. Well, it's like fantasy weird. football more important than softball owners? Come on. Yeah. Okay, then, uh, <laughs> then, then no one will have me on Sunday mornings <laughs> answering questions. The oh, problem like, is, that, they, like that's an important day or something. Right? Yeah, I know. No, I mean, by the, it's a 9 a.m. game. By the time I get back, it's like, depending on where we play, it could be 12.30, 1 o'clock, and then... I got to help out our subs. So, yeah, yeah it's just, it doesn't work. So, for, I just no, don't If there was something where you could be done by 11, that's one thing. Because from 11 to 1, you need to be accessible. Yeah, so it just doesn't work. So, I'll, I just skip the fall. I mean, if I can find a weeknight team, yes. Uh, obviously, I can't do Monday and Thursday nights. Uh, so, that just limits it even further. But if I can find a weeknight team, I will. If not, uh, I still my weeknight team is still playing. So, I'm supposed to play tomorrow. But looks like the weather's bad. Well, you know, the problem is football just has become every day now, right? It's like, it is. It oh, really Monday is. and Thursday and Sunday. It, it, you know, and in the old days, it was just like, you know, then it's Saturday toward the end of the season. It's just, do you think it's too much? I mean, let's just talk about that for a second. I find, you know, I hate Thursday night games. I, I dare I say it, I love football. I love it, but I just think it, sometimes it's too much. Um, I don't think it is. I mean, what I like about the Thursday game is you get to sit and watch a game in isolation, you know, so I like that fact. The problem with it, obviously, is the short week and players are banged up and sometimes the play isn't as good. I mean, we did get some really good Thursday night games last year, but, you know, you do have the, the problem of the short week and guys not 100%, and you know players don't like it. And, you know, it'd be ideal if they can play Thursday night coming off a of bye week, but it's just never going to work out like that completely. So, but, yeah, I mean, for fantasy, because you got, you know, Monday night you're watching football. Okay, Tuesday, now you're gearing up, trying to put your waiver wire together. Wednesday, getting all the bids in. Thursday, you got a game. Friday, waiver wire opens up again, you know, in our high-stakes league. Friday night, uh, some leagues have first-come, first-serve on Friday. Saturday, you're getting all the final practice reports and making sure that you have a replacement. And then Sunday, setting all your lineups. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much no day off. Oh, it's a full-time job. I mean, it really is. The only time I think I'm maybe I'm mentally off is maybe, maybe like Monday night, you know, after the game. But there's a game that's going on. But like, if I don't have players in the game, I'm still watching it. But you know, usually, and then people, of course, are like, "Hey, what do you think for the following week?" I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I, I didn't even process that this past week, Adam. You know, I really feel like I need to process a week before I can go on to the next week too. Yeah, I mean, everything is, it's it's a week-to-week game. That's basically what it is, you know, different matchups each week. And, yeah, you're looking ahead, as we often do. You know, we're giving you waiver wire pickups two, three weeks ahead of time because you have to be ahead of the curve in the high-stakes leagues. In a home league, it's a little bit different. They're probably a little bit behind. But then again, you got to, I think there are, people are getting a little bit more advanced now because there's so much information out there. It's not like it used to be. No, I would, I would think for the most part that home leagues are better now than they've ever been. People, yeah. are, people are better players now than they've ever been. There's just too much information. Yeah, there is. I mean, it's easy to find something. Uh, so, But I'm getting a little frustrated, though. I, I go on Twitter. You know, my son was at the dentist this morning, right? So I'm on Twitter, and I'm going just through the timeline. There's just a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there that are pontificating about the game that I think that don't know what they're talking about sometimes. Yeah, I think that's going to happen with everything, especially now on social media where everyone can voice their opinion. 
Uh, I see it a lot. Uh, I see people like that don't watch one game of basketball. I'm pretty sure, and they're making content every. I'm like, okay. I will. Uh, I will not listen. I mean, look, everyone can have an opinion, but you know, there's certain people that don't watch or don't. They're not an expert in something. Like I won't say anything about politics. I'm not an expert on it. I don't follow it enough. Right. No. You got. You got to stay in your lane. All right. There was a big. There's a big injury. A couple injuries that we need to talk about and a suspension. So when we come back, we'll get to the news of the day. You're going to want to pay attention right after this. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get in shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. All right, we're back. Softball. You know what? Speaking of softball, softball is a rough sport. I know this sounds crazy because I I played it infrequently. But when I played, I used to be really sore because it's one of those sports when you do nothing and all of a sudden you got to go from like zero to 60 immediately. 
You ever find that? Like, oh like yeah, you, what you're standing you know, and then boom, go. Yeah, it happened last week. I played with someone. He didn't play for a while. He didn't stretch, and he like pulled his calf. Yeah, um, yeah. you know. And I'm like, did you stretch? He's like, no. And when's the last time you played? Oh, it's been a while. That's what happens. I mean, it happens to me every spring when you know you go five, six months without playing, and even if you stretch and do all that, your body's just not used to it. And like people, if you you know people are like, oh, the home run derby, <laughs> go to a cage and take. 10, 20 swings in a row, then stop and take and, and do it. See how you feel the next day because your muscles are not used to that. Right. And it kills your upper back and shoulders. So, I mean, the home run derby for those guys in the heat and the way they do it, it's impressive. I know they're professional athletes. They do it all the time. It takes a lot out of you. It's not as easy as it looks. No, it's more than just batting practice. Yeah. Right. Would you do it? Would you, would you do the home run derby if you were in baseball? Would you like, nah, I'm okay? I guess it depends. See, I think this year... I think the reason why you had uh, – not the reason. I mean, young players, obviously, it's great marketing for them. You know, pretty much nothing's going on that night. And not everyone watches it, but I think it's great for the young players. I do think there was a little bit more incentive for them this year because they could – the winner got a million dollars. Like, Pete Alonso won. He got a million. His base salary this year was like out five hundred, five hundred sixty thousand. so he doubled it. Just he's on, on the incentive market. plan. Right. right. There's a reason. Right. I still think he seemed genuinely excited because I just think he loved, you know, a lot of these guys love the game, but I think it was great. It was a great marketing for baseball. I mean, it would have been nice to have Mike Trout there, obviously, but, you know, to see Acuna Alonso, I thought was great for the sport. Acuna is a freaking stud, bro. Watching him again yeah. last night. <laughs> he's a that, good player. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I wish I had him in a keeper. Like, I mean, I can't complain. I got Trout Yelich, but, uh, you know, the, whoever has Acuna. Mm -hmm. In my league, I think has them probably for like five bucks, and you could keep them for the like the next. You <laughs> at that price, I mean, it goes up four bucks each year under twenty, so they're going to get him at nine and thirteen and seventeen. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but yeah, he's just special player. It sucks he's on the Braves. I always felt like, especially with the NBA, whether it was a slam dunk, like guys like to do it once. They would do it one time, and that would be it. And I'm, I guess I'm okay with that. Like, you know, you saw that they were able to do it, and then they let somebody else go on to the next thing. But you did get that one shot to get to watch them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, Dominique, I, uh, Dr. J, you know. They didn't do it year in, year out. They just. I mean, know. look, it would have been fun to have Yelich in there. And he was committed, and he backed out because of his back. And I completely understand that, especially if I'm the Brewers. I would be telling him, look, you've had these back issues this year. You've avoided the injured list. You're having a great year. I don't want you to participate in this. You can play in the game, people get some rest. We need you badly for the stretch run. Like, I understand that, you know, for, from a Brewers perspective. For the Mets, who cares? The Mets are out of it anyway. Alonzo, go, boom, make your mark. And, you know, you know, because he has struggled a bit since the home run derby. And I don't, I, I'm not going to say it's because of that. But I mean, people Acuna, will. See, that's a problem. Acuna, people will. Acuna's been fine. <laughs> he was in yeah. it. <laughs> right. All right, let's go back to fantasy football here. There, what, there is an injury that people really need to know about. Julian Edelman, Adam, is going to miss three weeks with a thumb injury. Uh, there are some rumors about it, and it's actually true. He is going to miss three weeks. Would you drop him down on your draft boards with this information? I don't think so. Three weeks is not a long time. You know, the preseason for me is not something that matters for Edelman. This doesn't seem to be a significant injury. We know he's got a great rapport with Brady. It's not like there's timing or anything, and... He's a big part of this outfit. So I know we both have expressed our uh, love for Edelman this year, thinking that, you know, he's a good value. He doesn't have a huge ceiling. That's the See, that's where you got to decide, where you're drafting Edelman against some of the other receivers. You you know, what do you have on your team at that time? What do you expect? And, you know, sometimes having the high floor, 
uh, it works, especially in the early rounds. You know, say you get Edelman in round three or four, and you have that high floor. It allows you to say, okay, now I got a high floor with Edelman early. Now I'm going to go for a couple breakouts here around seven, eight, or nine. So I don't think I'm going to push him down my board. I think I'm pretty, pretty high on him, and uh, I don't think it's going to change anything for me. How about you? It, it would have changed it for me had it not been a guy who's a veteran, right? right. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a guy who's a first- or second-year player. Maybe the guy doesn't have chemistry with his quarterback. I mean, Adelman and Brady, man, they train together. They know each other. So I, I guess for that for that purposes, I, I, I'm not going to downgrade him. Maybe maybe a pick or two, but but not, certainly not a round. I'm still taking him in round three. But we have our friend uh, Big Phil's there. Big Phil, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm... I'm tired of hearing Ronas crying about playing softball. Well, I'm not crying about it. Where did I cry about it? I just said it was it, it was hot as hell here this weekend. That's all. Hey man, I'll tell you. I mean, I played. You know, when I I was a big softball player when I was younger, up until I was about 35. I played on one team one year that was went 99 and 18, won a national championship. Wow! And that's just one team. That's not counting all the church league teams, co-ed teams, industrial league teams. I mean, I probably played somewhere around, you know, 300 softball games that year. And, you know, we're playing in the summer in Kentucky, and in the summertime it's humid, it's hot. You know, I mean, plenty of 95. You know, you you uh, got not antifreeze, but coolant, the beard and stuff to take care of things. But uh, anyway, but no, I know this, what you're talking about. This would – no, it, this I – mean, the, the, the humidity in New York, New Jersey can be really bad. I know it's hot in other places. Someone on Twitter was like, oh, come down on the south. You know, I can play in the 95-100, but when it's sweltering, humid, 110 degrees, it felt like, with the humidity, it, it's really tough out there. I, I Trust me, I'm I'm like you. I used to play six games. I used to play six games on Sundays, you know, every day during the week, two Saturday morning, a lot. But as you said, you stopped playing at 35. What happened? I have three little holes in my knee that says I need to oh, stop. Yes. Yeah, what, what was your position, Big Phil? What position did you play? Hey, that's what I've been asking one day. He should have called me if he needed a pitcher because I used to pitch. Oh, All right. Next time we'll fly you in. I played, I would, uh, I played third base, first base, catcher, pitcher. That's about it. So i got to give Big Phil credit, Ronas. He reaches out to me last week, and he says, ask Jeff Burgesson what he thinks of Lee Westwood. So I'm like, all right. I, I mentioned I, I didn't want to specifically mention Westwood, so I drop him as like five names. And Bergerson doesn't even – he was like, no, he didn't move on. Who killed it this week? Lee Westwood looked pretty good for Big Phil. So I got to give you props yeah. for that. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I told you that FanDuel, some reason, like my verification came back because I have two accounts. So I have to get that squared away before football season. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, the the only thing I, I, could, I may have – I downloaded a new app, you know, updated it, and I don't know, something may have happened where I put in another. Anyway, it's a long story. I hope I get that squared away. Anyway, all right, I'll get off here. Let's do your job. <laughs> right. Talk to you later, Big Phil. Be good. See you. All right, see ya. But he nailed it, Ron. It's got to give credit where credit was due. I mean, out of nowhere, he pulls out Westwood, who was like getting old and, you know, nobody liked him. But uh, how did it go for you in golf this weekend? Poorly. I had Shane Lowry. I did. I had Shane Lowry. And I didn't have him on a lot of teams, but I had him on a couple of teams. Because I just like, you know, I, but I had Rory on literally like 80% of my teams, dude. And the ones that I didn't, I had Rom and Lowry. 
So I had it, but I didn't have like a couple of the, I didn't have all six guys make the cut on those Lauer teams. It was rough. Okay. Yeah, I came in like 800th in one FanDuel tournament, which is pretty good, but still, it's not good enough. Not going to be your rich friend coming in 800th on us. No, you're not. Who's killing it now? Dude, Fuego is, is back. Fuego's back in DFS, and he's, he's killing it already. Yeah, you think he uh, won a couple qualifiers recently, right? Yeah. I'm like, dude, can, can you send a, send a brother a lineup or anything? Nothing. No, no. Well, come on, man. He, how's he going to send a lineup when he's doing it for himself? Man? Come on. <laughs> come on. Throw me a bone. Give me a guy that you like, Fuego. Come on. Something. Well, no, I'm very happy for him. One, one player, fine. I could see that. Right. No, no. You know what the worst thing is, is that if you ever ask a guy for, I, I never ask people for lineups, but if he does, I'm sure he always feel, would feel badly because what if my, the lineup he sends isn't good, right? Because he could play 10 lineups that night, which is the one he's going to send. Right. Exactly. And then you beat him out in that qualifier. How is that? How is he going to feel then? He's going to feel like my, my partner because I'm going to hook him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doc, you're like, wait, I don't recognize this number. Yeah. Who? Fuggio? What is that guy? I don't even know him. I'm hanging up. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> exactly. All right. There's a suspension here. Guy's getting six games. Who is he? What'd he do? And is it going to affect his team at all? It's going to affect me and IDP, that's for sure. And I'm not very happy about it. We'll discuss when full-time fantasy returns right after this. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Points bets, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com oh. Oh, Alright, we're back. Fantasy football season is now upon us and the season-long drafts are in full swing. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge, regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 fantasy football package found only at rotoexperts.com. All right, Adam. Um, Jerron Reed, a very underrated defensive lineman for the Seattle Seahawks, just got a six-game suspension for violating the league's personal conduct policy. So they didn't bust Tyreek Hill, but they found enough evidence to bust Jerron Reed. Yeah, they did. So uh, Seattle defense is taking a hit over the offseason, too. Frank Clark traded, so... Uh, another hit. They seem to have been taking hits over the years and usually find a way to be somewhat competitive, but uh, it's starting to get awfully thinner now. All right, so let me let me make some sweeping generalizations here. I'm just throwing out something. John Reed is really good, right? He's out. Frank Clark was really good. He's gone. Could this defense be a sieve the first six weeks, meaning that the Russell Wilson might have to do more, and thus maybe his value should be bumped up ever so slightly? I don't think so. Like, it's easy to say that, but the Seahawks are pretty clear on what they want to do. They want to run the football. So, But they can't stop anybody because they, I mean, literally, Reed, I believe that they felt that they could get rid of Clark because they had Reed. Because Reed's really good, dude. I mean, I'm an IDP. He's really good. The problem is he's not there. Who's going to stop anything? But I still think, you know, early in games, they're not going to be down 21 nothing every game. You know, even if they fall behind 7 nothing, they're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And that's what they want to do. I mean, they were run heavy last year, led the NFL rushing attempts, and I think that's what they want to do. So, you know, you look at the early season schedule, home against the Bengals, they should be able to control that. Yep. Maybe against the Steelers in Week 2, a little bit more of a shootout. Home to the Saints. The Saints actually play at a very slow pace. Believe it or not, they're very efficient, but they play they played at a slow pace last year. They're in Arizona. Uh, they're home to the Rams and at the Browns. So those are the first six games without Reed. So you could potentially see some high-scoring games in there, but if the Seahawks continue to run the ball effectively, it's going to drain the clock and limit the opposition 
from being on the field. So, you know, they, they probably will have a lot of six, seven, eight minute drives just running the football, running the football with Penny and Carson. So we keep saying this every single year with Russell Wilson and they just paid him. And you would think, okay, you paid your quarterback a lot of money, put the ball in his hands. They never seem to do it unless it's out of being forced. Uh, so that's the biggest issue with Russell Wilson. Uh, he's so he's been so efficient. I mean, last year. I mean, you look at the pass attempts; it's just disgusting. You know, you want you want to see him throw the ball more, and it, it just doesn't happen. So that would be my biggest concern. Yeah, it shapes up. He had 427 pass attempts last year, man. 427 in How many games NFL? of 40 passing attempts did he have last year? Two. Zero. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So trick and the question. Thi- yeah. The thing is, though, like. There's he cannot duplicate what he did last year on 427 pass attempts. He had 35 touchdowns the year before. He had 34 on 553 pass attempts. And the How, other thing is he doesn't run the football as much anymore. At I least know. he didn't last. Well, he had three. Yeah, I mean 55 last year, but he had. Uh, how many rushing? Touchdowns How about a better one for you? How many games of over 30 passing attempts did he have? Not many, because I'm. T- I know this. I'm not looking at it. A lot of his four touchdown games were like 24, 26 pass attempts, he which is insane. Six, six, six games of over 30 passing attempts. He had a 33, 36. Then it was 26, 26, 21, 23, 17, 39, 26, 31, 31, 17, whereas we had the four touchdowns, 11 for 17 and four touchdowns, 20, 31, 29. Even against the Kansas City Chiefs, who had one of the worst defenses ever, 18 for 29, 271 yards and three touchdowns. So he did show up in that game, but not with monster numbers. Those are good numbers, but not monster numbers. And that's the thing, you know, and I do like Tyler Lockett for this year, but he had like basically a perfect pass efficiency throwing a Lockett, which we know will not last. I'm not drafting Lockett this year, dude. I would. I think I I think I'm not. Wait, I take that back. I'm not going to say not. I think he's overrated. I don't think so. Can he replicate what he did last year? He's not. He's going to get more volume, though. We know this for a fact. He's got to get more volume. Ball wins gone. So that's the key, though. Okay. But so more may not be better when you're 5'10". What, dude, he's 5'10", 182. So what? He, he's like a, a poor man's Tyreek Hill getting down the field, beating defenders. I don't know. Tyreek Hill feels sturdier to me. Doesn't he? Oh, Lock- of course. Well, I'm well, not- you know what Lockett was in college? Lockett was like the greatest return guy in all of football. And all at Kansas State history. And then he came to the NFL. He was a good – I just think he needs some more size. So you think he can't stay healthy is your argument? I worry. I worry. Yeah, I don't know whether I, mean, I get 16 games of, of that kind of production. Yeah, look, I, it, he's not going to be as efficient as last year. It's impossible. He had a catch rate of 81.4%. He had 10 touchdowns on 57 receptions. But he only had 70 targets. I got to think. And if you – especially if you're going to – subscribe to Seattle not being as good defensively, and you do think Russell Wilson will throw the football more because they're going to be forced, that benefits Lockett because he's got to get more targets. Let me help you out here, okay? And maybe I'm wrong with this, but let me help you out here. You're playing the the Seattle Seahawks. Aren't you covering Lockett with your number one cornerback and then shading your safety over because you're not worried about David Moore, Gary Jennings, or DK Metcalf beating you? Well, you could say that same case last year. Baldwin missed games, and Lockett was still fine. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I think even more so. I mean, but, but Baldwin just being out there was a threat. 
But he missed, he missed games, field. though. That's he missed true. games last year. Right, but I'm just saying, I, I, if, I'm, if I'm playing Seattle, man, I'm putting one and a half guys on lock the whole time. Yeah, I'm let DK Metcalf beat me. But you all, I think teams play them to run first, too. You have to. They just run the ball so, so much. Well, that's true. But I don't know. And I, you have to worry about Russell Wilson, too. You're taking DJ Moore or Lockett? Um, I go back and forth on that. I think I might. Who do I have ranked higher? I think Moore probably has more upside in that offense. Now, he does have more competition for targets. I will say that. But I just think. I mean, I wrote an article on DJ Moore already and broke it down. I think he could have a big year. I just, I, I do. You saw him coming on towards the end of last year. Remember, he wasn't really a full-time player until like week eight, week nine. I think there's a pathway for Moore to be exceptional. Exceptional. No, I do too. I uh, would tell you, would you take Mike Williams or Tyler Lockett? And again, that, that whole tier is close for me. It kind of depends who's on the board. Uh, I think I might have... Lockett ranked up slightly higher, but I like both. I do. I have Lockett slightly higher, but I don't know. On draft day, if push comes to shove, gun to my head, I don't know. I, I could I could, I could, could take Mike Williams. I could. Oh, me too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's going to get more volume too. Uh, and, yeah, it, you look at him, you say, oh, it's going to be difficult to repeat touchdowns. I, he might be able to on that team. Uh, he's, you know, again, Keenan Allen, not a big run zone threat. Yes, I think Hunter Henry will take some away, uh, but – there's just not a lot on that depth chart for the Chargers at wide receiver. He's a big, he's a tough matchup in that red zone, dude. He is. He big. is, and even even not even in the red zone, he had some long touchdowns. You know, Rivers will throw the ball down the field. He can get downfield and get open. All right. What about Kenny Galladay? I take or Galladay. Tyler Lockett. Galladay. I do too. What about Chris Godwin? Godwin. Tyler Boyd. Lockett. Robbie Anderson. Lockett, and I like Anderson. Jarvis Landry. Lockett. Hmm. Brandon Cooks. <sighs> Cooks. Robert Woods. Woods. Calvin Ridley. Lockett. Yeah, it's, it, but you had to think about some of those, right? Yeah, those no, it's close? close. It's like that tier, it's like there's a, a nice group down there, and you cut, depends on where you draft and who comes up, you know? Who do, I, who do, I, they, I, ha- who do they have the last three games of the season? The Seahawks? Yeah. Uh, let me find, see if I can find that. You hope one of them is Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> you do hope that. But, but I, that's Patrick Peterson, though. I don't know if I hope that. Oh, yeah. He's, is, he's, he's suspended for the first few games, right? Yeah, but he comes back to the Giant game. Right. Uh, the last three they have in L.A. against the Rams, in Carolina against the Panthers, home to the Cardinals on on uh, week 16. Oh, man. Yeah, but Pete. Well, well Peterson you, shadow them though. They 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 play Lockett in the slot a lot, and a lot of times Peterson doesn't go to the slot. But you would look at that team, you would think, all right, we want him shadowed. But interesting, interesting, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Like, let's see. You said who'd you say again? I'm just, I'm trying to go to the sky. Rams on the road, Panthers on the road, home to the Cardinals. I don't think the, the Panthers don't scare me on the road. That could be a high-scoring game there. That game could be high-scoring. The, could the Ram game be high-scoring? They Seattle tends to play the Rams very tough, even when they've been good, if I remember correctly. I remember those games being all close. And that's yeah. a primetime game. They, they do have some easy games. They have, what is they, this? The and they have, Arizona, have... they have Arizona in the, in the week four when Peterson is out. Yeah, that's big. 
The hey. Seahawks. The Seahawks have five primetime games in a row. When? What? How is this possible? So they play the 49ers at 8:15 on November 11th, 8:20 against the Eagles on November 24th, December 2nd at 8:15 against the Vikings, and then December 8th, 8:20 against the Rams. Yeah, what? four four games. Yeah. So what it's a month. Yeah, hell? two Monday nights and two Sunday nights. Oh my goodness! Well, the Sunday nights can change. Remember, they flex late in the year. That could, be, snor- that could be a snore fest, dude. But they, they wait. Do you want to see Mon- well Monday night San Francisco Seattle doesn't bother me? Do you want to see Seattle Philadelphia? Does yeah, that game excite game. you? That's a good game. Yeah. And that, well, I, then Seattle Los Angeles, you would feel the same way. Yeah. No, on paper, Wilson yeah, they're God. great. Right? Yeah. On paper, they're good. I guess that's true. I like going through this, dude. I got to be thinking more about this. All right, we are continuing our fantasy football discussion. You know how we do it? We do it right here. We're full-time fantasy. I'm Dr. Roto. He's Adam Ronas, and we'll be back right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, The one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally... I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 
Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back. We are full-time fantasy. I need you to go to full-time fantasy right now. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50, and we'll give you 50% off your first two months, okay? That's R-O-T-O-5-0 or R-O-N-I-S-5-0. You'll be joining us for the fantasy football season. And once you'll be part of what we do, you won't want to leave, right? You'll, you'll stay for the first two months. You'll stay for the rest of the season because we will help you win a fantasy football championship. Can't guarantee it, but I can guarantee you will put you in a great position to be competitive in your league and give you the advice that you need to win your league. All right, Adam. Scott, Scott Atkins sent an email. I don't know if you saw it this week, this weekend. And he said, would you drop DeAndre Hopkins out of your top receiver because he's beginning this year's camp on the active pup list? And he said, well... Should we bump up Adams to our number one guy in our ranking? So I ask you, would you leave Hopkins as your number one receiver, or do you move him two now behind Adams? Well, I mean, I think that's been something I've been debating even before this, like who to put one. You know, Hopkins obviously has been so consistent. I think he had double-digit points in PPR formats every game last year, as did Devontae Adams. I guess the one thing with Hopkins you're looking at is, okay, how much will a healthy Wolf Fuller and Kiki QT cut into him? But I think he'll still be elite. I'm not really worried about this at all. I mean, there's been no panic on it. I think they're just being cautious. I think he hurt his shoulder in the playoffs. Hopkins has been tough and goes out there. He's played with so many bad quarterbacks and still produced. So I don't think this is a big deal at all. I don't think it's a big deal at all either. I think, look, I'd want most of my guys on this list. When you're ready to play, you're ready to play. You let me know what, when you're ready. I, I don't think these guys even want to be out there for the first couple of weeks, Adam. Why, why risk getting injured at all? Yeah, no, they don't uh, most of the time. And I think as someone who will invest and draft in these players, it doesn't matter. You just want them healthy for the start of the year. Yeah, you want to see them in training camp a little bit. But even if they don't play in any preseason games, it's really not a big deal, especially when they're elite talents and you know their role on their team and they already have the rapport with the quarterback. It's really not a big deal. All right. Dan Quinn says that Julio Jones is in the rehab process and he is, uh, you know, sitting out to the side in, in training camp. Are you worried about Julio and his foot? Uh, not yet. I think it's always in the back of your mind long term because he seems to be always having some type of issue with it. Uh, there's also the contract status as well. You know, he hasn't held out, so that's a good sign. So, I mean, I think. I think there's a little bit more worry with him there just because he's older and he's had a history of a foot problem. So, you know, it's so close with those receivers right around him that I, if someone said, hey, you know what? He's had this foot injury. It seems to always be a factor at some point during the year. Uh, I'm going to take someone else over him. I have no problem with it, but uh, I'm not pushing him down yet. You take Juju or Julio? I have Julio ranked higher now, but I could see going Juju over him if you wanted to. I mean, again, it's hard to knock Julio, though. The biggest thing you could say, and this is more in non-PPR, 
oh, he doesn't score touchdowns. But, man, this I think this offense is going to be good again. I mean, it was it was really good last year. I don't think people realize how good Matt Ryan was last year. Uh, Julio had 113 receptions last year, 1677 to eight touchdowns. They were complaining about the lack of touchdowns. Like, he just produces year in, year out. I mean, yes, for a guy like Julio Jones, who we rank consistently in the top five, you'd like to see a 12-13 touchdown season that you get from some of the elite receivers, but the yards are always going to be there. He's at least 100 receptions three of the last five years. You know, he's a good bet for 1,500-plus yards, and maybe one of these years he'll get back to 10 touchdowns like he did when 2012. What I, I don't – would I take Beck, uh, Julio over Juju? I don't know. I don't know. Would I take Beckham over Julio? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about Julio. Julio could be anywhere from my third guy to my seventh guy. Or maybe I agree. my eighth guy. Maybe even I agree. Eighth. What's funny is like it will really kind of depend on the day we're drafting, right? And I know that sound people are like, what are you talking about? But you know, as you start to look at things and you know, examine stats and go through their roles on the team and kind of project numbers, you know, there is a fluctuation uh, in those receivers. For sure. I mean, you, I mean, if you're I, asking me, would I take Julio or Tyreek Hill? I don't know, dude. I might take Tyreek Hill. I might. Uh, it's not crazy. Uh, I would. Michael probably. Thomas. I could take Michael Thomas over Julio. I'm just telling you guys that I could. I'm not saying I will or I won't. I just know that I hate investing in Julio sometimes. Sometimes I, I love him as my like second round pick. But that first round pick, every time I've done it, I've gotten burned at him. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm taking him in the first round, uh, and I don't think you need to. I mean, he's often falling in the second round. Uh, you know, for all the, the slack uh, uh, that Julio gets about double-digit touchdowns, you know, Michael Thomas hasn't reached double-digit touchdowns yet in his three years. I mean, he had nine last year, nine as a rookie. He's not the, you know, he's a big volume guy. He's not a huge, explosive, down-the-field type guy, you know? And, you know, he had 125 receptions last year. The thing with Thomas you love is, Look at, again, the pool that he's getting the targets from. They don't have depth at receiver, man. It's really Kamara and Michael Thomas. That's what's amazing about the Saints. Like, they need someone else. They need a Traquan Smith to really step up. I know they have Jared Cook now, but that's the problem. with. Don't you think that's a problem with the Saints as we get deep into the season? Especially oh, the I think it's a huge problem. They don't have I, enough. You know, look, I think I need Julio Jones to stay on the field. Because I have Calvin Ridley in a couple of dynasty leagues, and I think Julio's presence on the field is helpful to Ridley, because you got to because Ridley sees more one on one. That's why he scored so many times last year. Sees oh yeah, I coverage. Mean, Julio gets a lot of attention. They did throw more to him in the red zone last year, but uh, it's kind of amazing that we still haven't seen the big jump of touchdowns. But you know, he gets um, a ton th- of receptions and yards. I think you're right about about New Orleans for sure. Ted Ginn. He he makes a play at home, right? Sense makes plays at home. Uh, Traquan Smith, I'm not a fan. Keith Kirkwood, come on. Austin Carr, not loving any of it. I, I don't love any of it there. I don't. I think Cameron Meredith. Remember when Cameron Meredith was good, and he's been injured since like day one in New Orleans. Yeah, I think you know during the regular season you can get past it, but if you remember down the stretch, they did not play well offen- offensively, and uh, we all remember what happened in the playoffs. And you could say blown call, but you know what? You know, don't put yourself in a position like that. And, you know, when teams know, okay, it's Thomas and Kamara, uh, it's, it makes it a little bit easier for the defense. And, again, they had a good year, and they had a couple of heartbreaking losses in the playoffs. And maybe we wouldn't be talking about this. You know, if the Diggs play doesn't happen and the pass interference gets called last year, maybe things turn out differently. 
But, you know, if they might not have been in that position with the game on the line had they had some more weapons and been able to pick up a, build, a bigger lead. All right, I'm going to give you a, a thought process here. And you're going to, it's going to seem like maybe I'm wrong at first, but maybe I'm not. I think the New Orleans Saints are a slightly jazzier version of the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. <laughs> slightly um, jazzier version. Hmm. Think about it. Kamara, Murray, they're going to run the ball. You know, they're going to throw the ball to Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett. You know, maybe they'll take one or two more chances down the field. But that Drew Brees not throwing for 4,000 yards this year either. That's and I don't thing. think he's throwing 40, 40 attempts in a game anymore. I think this is just like a, a slightly souped-up version of the Seahawks. Well, because their defense has improved too. So yep. that, that, that's there. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I agree on Brees, man. I think if you ask most people that really don't pay attention closely to statistics, most fantasy analysts probably know. But if you just ask, like, your friend who's a big NFL fan, do you consider the Saints a passing or running team? They're all going to say passing. It's dead yeah. wrong, bro. It is wrong. Brees had 489 pass attempts last year and 536 two years ago. He used to be a lock for 650. They have changed the way they have played. And you can't blame them. They're 25-7 and seven over the last two regular seasons. It's working. No, they're winning. They're winning. And look, if you look at some of these games, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, not nine games of multiple touchdowns. Nine. But week 13 through 16 out of them. Ready? Oh, I know. 127 and one, 201 and one, 203 and zero, 326 and one. And that game against Pittsburgh, where Ben Roethlisberger went off, Drew Brees was nowhere to be found in that one. Are you worried that Brees can just, he's 40 years old now. Is there concern that he could just fall off? Well, look, I watched him closely because I had him in a keeper league last year. His arm strength is not the same. Now, look, Agreed. do I think he's in shape? Yes. Do I think he's a winner? Yes. I have nothing but good things to say he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Fact. But his arm strength is, is down at least, I would say, 75% of where it was. Yeah, and I know we kind of do this with a lot of players. And you could go, oh, you always look at the finish to the season and talk about that. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, week 13, you know, week 12, four touchdowns, week 11, four touchdowns, week 10, three, week nine, four. But it's the consistency here. With yeah, but he, played the, but he played the Bengals in week 10 who stink, and the Eagles secondary was injured all right. year. So I'm just saying those two games, yes, they look good, and Atlanta's secondary was bad. But he only threw for 174 yards against Atlanta. So let's look at where he did his damage against the Bengals, Eagles, and Falcons. That's not like doing against Buffalo, Chicago, and Dallas. Yeah, I think the other thing that you have to look at here is people will see the total. Oh, he had 32 touchdowns and five picks. What are you guys talking about? It's week to week. And there was a lot of weeks where Breeze did not help you at all. And at least last year, the price tag was high. He's still consistently going as a top ten quarterback. I don't yeah, think he's a top price ten tag's quarterback. high not, this year. He won't be. I he he. I'm almost certain he won't be on any of my teams. Like where I have him ranked is going to be way lower than I think most people. I will I just, personally guarantee he will not be on one of my teams. And here's the thing: the biggest reason why is the lack of pass attempts. It's just going to be hard for him to be consistently uh, a quarterback winner each week when this team is just not throwing the ball that much. 
And I don't see it changing. I think they want to run the football a lot. They're going to do the same thing with Kamara and Latavius Murray. They have a good defense. I think that's the way they want to play. There will be games now where Breeze does have, you know, high pass attempts. But you mentioned it. I mean, two games of 40-plus pass attempts, and they both came in the first three weeks. Yeah. And then here's his playoff schedule. Home against San Francisco. Home against Indianapolis. Indianapolis, good defense. And then at Tennessee, and that's going to be an ugly game right there. I could see that game being 16-14. It's week 16. I'm not playing Drew Brees against Tennessee. That game could be a bad one. Yeah, it helps to have the other two games at home, but still, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I feel like this. they do need uh, a hook will help uh, for sure. But he could, he could help. He could, He's capable of helping, but he's also capable of disappearing. Definitely. I Look, I just, I don't see my, uh, and again, I'm not saying Breeze is terrible. Like you said, we all think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But when it comes to fantasy this year, I think he's overvalued. I really do. Oh, completely. I mean, look, isn't Tom Brady overvalued? Some dude's going to take him in his draft. No, well, I don't think he is. Uh, let me see. Because he's going, and every draft I've done, he's gone late. So in the Fantasy Football World Championship, his ADP is 194. I'm Nick Foles about, is I'm going talk- ahead of him. And Mariota, I'm talking, oh about, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about home leagues. Home you really leagues. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, come on. You're in a home league? You're going to yeah, take but, Foles over Brady? Come on. They'll think you're well, not. No, 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 no. But I think by then, everyone will see where he's going. And it, depending on what they use and what rankings... Unless there's one person in the room who says, oh, it's Tom Brady. I got to take How many games of over two touchdowns did he throw last year? How many games did Brady? Yeah. I'd say five. Yep. What? Six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. It wasn't that many. Oh, I, they want to, again, they want to run the football too. And when yeah. and you could, and toward the now, end what are, of the year, what, what are his really pass round. attempts? His pass attempts are going to be much higher because he throws a lot of short passes. So it's yes. not like Breeze. He still throws a lot of passes. But when they get in the 10 yard line, you don't think they're handing it to Sony Michelle and Rex Burkhead and Damian Harris? They don't have right. Gronk there anymore. You can't really throw to Edelman because he's too small. Who are you going to throw to? Braxton Berrios and Dontrell Inman? So these guys, you get to the 10 yard line, they become a running team. That's why originally I thought Nikhil Harry could have a role because he's a big body. He's got to be able to gain Maybe separation. Maybe in two years. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think they're a running team also. Yeah, I don't know. Be careful, Tom Brady. Be careful. We're back right after this. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase. You use your MVP to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. All right, we are back. And you know what? If I go to play FFWC.com, I get to go to our draft lobby. And right there, what do I see? Monday night, an online championship out. And that's right, at 10 and 30 p.m. Eastern, there will be an online championship. We've got a few spots still left. And um, look, it's, it's a great price point. And if you win, you could either opt for the money or you can take an entry into the main event, the Fantasy Football World Championship, valued at $1,700, over $1,700, Adam, which I think is an outstanding price. Definitely, and then it gets you in consideration if you're good enough to win a potential six-figure payday, which uh, people would love to do just from playing fantasy football. I don't like our star rating explanation, though. I do think it's crazy. You, you know how you get five stars? You've played at least 1,000 contests and have won at least three contests with a payout of 1,000 or more, or has won at least five contests with 2,500 or more. Who's played in 1,000 contests outside of Chad? <laughs> I was going to say, he probably did <laughs> last year alone, but yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't have five stars yet. No, really? No. Oh, shoot. Damn, right? so who does then? Who's nobody. If Chad doesn't, nobody does. That's a lot true. of people have three stars, but nobody has five stars. Well, I guess uh, make it a tough, attainable goal, and then it really puts you in a category by yourself. I guess that's the thinking there. You could get two stars for playing in a thousand contests, though, dude. <laughs> one star for playing in five hundred contests. Well, I, if I'm playing one a year, it's going to be hard for me to get to a thousand. <laughs> could have beat Adam Ronas as an old man contest. Can you yeah. imagine? <laughs> Welcome, guys. Barely made it here today. Exactly. What pick do I have? Oh, I can't even see. Yeah, exactly. Just tell me. To, Is Ezekiel Elliott still around? I remember that guy in his heyday. It was awesome. Yeah, Ronas is drafting guys from uh, year 2000. Oh, I'm funny. drafting baseball players. 
Daryl Strawberry, he's still alive. Yeah, I'll take him. Ah, the straw that stirs the drink. That's right. So play FFWC. There's an online championship tonight. You know you... I I love looking at the draft board the next day, Ronis. I love uh, figuring out what people did. Me too. Uh, I always like looking to see how things changed on a day-to-day basis because for the most part, we haven't got a lot of news. Although training camp's underway, everyone will be started by Friday. We're going to get a lot of news now. A lot of news, for sure. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Be well and take care. Keep it here for another hour of Adam Ronis and full-time fantasy when we return right after this.